Here we are with uh, Savage Ravenloft, or Ravenloft Reincarnated. Savage Worlds Ravenloft. The Conspiracy at Kresik. Season 1, Episode 6. It is March 2018, and I am Devin, the uh, Game Master. To my left, we have X playing Y. Tyler playing Phineas Grousebottom. Kevin playing Asher. And Peter Jack Angus. All right, gang, please recap for the listeners what happened last session. We went to the monastery and found a bunch of dead monks. We also located a um, spelunker. Uh, who, she was the one we were actually looking for, and she uh, kind of explained a bunch of stuff to us to help put the pieces together for what we've been seeking. Yeah, overall it was actually a very illuminating experience. Illuminating. Yeah. Yeah, and now we're working together to enter our weird shared dreamscape to find her brother. You guys are going cave exploring. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, uh, I've printed out a cave map thing um, using a book called Veins of the Earth. Uh, I guess we'll host it online, maybe. I don't know, probably not. I don't think anyone visits our websites. You know what? If you want to see the maps, you just let us know on... However you would contact us. Probably Twitter. Perfect. So, gang, uh, where we last left off, you entered the uh, dream cave world with your little lanterns and Priscilla Deliznia. You then <coughs> traveled through the cave system and encountered a small pond because you're looking for like a, like a lake or a river system. That small pond was not the lake or river system. It was a water bear, and it wasn't a problem because you killed it with lightning. <laughs> yep. Best thing to kill with. Where we ended, you continued on through the caves and found the river. It is a river running through this, this cave, like an actual clean kind of uh, almost freshwater spring source. Uh, and at the source of it is a uh, waterfall coming out of like a, a rocky outcropping. And there's a small settlement slash camp here. The camp is made of uh, cast iron and, you know, kind of pig metals. It looks almost like a colander or a strainer, like you're in a shallow bowl that has metal that's been covered over by rock and uh, broken up bits of shale and ash. Okay. There is a... Whoa, whoa. Repeat is not on. There we go. There is a sort of bonfire in the middle of the place. Oh, that's good. That's <coughs> lit. Good. Well, I think we should check that out first. Sorry, is lit or isn't? Is not lit. Oh. Okay. Yeah, let's it check has, that out. It has a large industrial kind of looking wick that's been treated with chemicals. It has signs of recent burning on it. There seems to be a reservoir underneath in a sort of <coughs> lotus bulb reservoir. Yes, we investigate. Seems to be full of a substance that kind of seeps up from the stonework. Does it look like the um, fire pit was meant to like draw up the substance? Yep, convection draws it up, it looks like. Uh, Phineas would probably recognize this as physics, math. Good old physics. Can I identify the substance? Looks to be some sort of uh, goopy tar. 
you know, like tar. Okay. That's good. Should we try lighting it, or should we save it? Smear it on a stick or something. If we have extra torches, it uh, saves us from running out of light. Do we have sticks? I mean, there's some bonfire thing here, then maybe there are some sticks there. Oh yeah, it's on top of a bonfire, so... The bonfire itself is like a wick. Yeah. (coughs) There are also little uh, braziers just dotting the the perimeter of this camp area where the metal is. Detachable? Uh, It looks like they're, like, welded into it. Welded, actually. Hmm. Like, with welding. Uh, You said it looks like it's been recently used? Yeah, it's still warm. Can we detect any tracks? Any signs of recent habitation? Any direction that people might have gone off in? It looks like there's imprints in the ash all around here, but they all head off in different directions. Maybe a dozen people? A dozen people. Well, we're not alone down here. Yeah, recently, so it wouldn't be the priests. Question is if they're native inhabitants or other dreamers. Huh. Actually, come to think of it, the uh, monks died, but we don't know if they're not still around here. Well, yeah, their, their bodies died because they were locked into this dream world that could very well be them. Yeah, the river kind of runs around this area, and there's clear signs that the, the river's been chipped and molded at the shoreline here to have like places for like like rock outcroppings have been carved in for people to put clothes or to fill like uh, buckets and whatnot. Hmm. Looks like this place has been used for a long time. It's also possible that they may have met or know of Delisnia. Yeah, could Maybe be. We should follow one of them. Yeah, let's follow one of the bigger groups. There aren't really tracks outside of the metal uh, circle. The ash kind of just stops. But there are only so many exits from this particular cavern, correct? Yes, as per your map, it indicates there are various ways out of here. So this special one that goes out of the top, is that the waterfall? Uh, that one out of the top is a traverse. Let me look that up real quick. I'm still getting used to the nomenclature. It's marked as a traverse, which you don't really know the context of. Right. Um, yeah, I misread the legend. I think we'll probably start with the walking path to the west. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the easiest way. Okay, do you guys do anything in the camp? I guess we should try lighting this on fire, see whether well, that helps us at all. I'd be worried about antagonizing these people before we meet them. It could be that this... I don't know. On the other hand, we could light it and that might attract them back. Let's try something else. I mean, it seems like they've got this running. It's probably just like an infinite source of fire. Stuff comes up from the bottom, keeps burning. Yeah. Seems well, likely. And your lantern uses fire as well, so we've got an ignition source. Huh, yeah. It was with alcohol, though. I don't much want to open this or mess with it, though. I'd be happy to mess with it. Lighting gun! <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Do any of you have, like, flint and tinder or anything like that? I'm assuming you fucking people yeah. have flint and tinder. You live in a medieval world. Like the wick? Yeah. Alright. Parts of it start to catch and you have to kind of blow on it and get it spreading before it spreads over the entire kind of core. And then, uh, yeah, eventually gives off this kind of dark red, uh, choky fire that has, like, smoke coming out of it. 
the smoke like will, will spread a bit and then it will kind of just start to fall down like ash. Um, yeah, maybe about it takes about you know, five minutes for it to fully catch and actually turn to a nice big bonfire and light the area. The shadows that it, the light gives off kind of push the shadows away around here and uh, give off weird shapes and uh, patterns uh, across the little kind of like leaves of metal that are at the periphery of the camp. Uh, and shapes are starting to come out of the ground. Oh my. What sort of shapes? Man-shaped. Uh, wearing heavy cloaks and like wrappings and bandages. They're like pulling themselves up out of the ash or like standing up like they were lying down in it. Yeah. Maybe a few dozen. Ah shit. Ghosts. I ghosts. Mr. Approaching the fire. Are you guys around the fire? I guess we can let yes. them approach. We're around, uh, we're around the fire. Yeah, yeah, we just lit it, so. Um, Alright. Oh, uh, yeah, then they're approaching you guys and the fire. They I will to... greet them with a traditional Barovian greeting. Get fucked, foreigner! <laughs> <laughs> Mary Baron's eyes never land upon you. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah, you don't see anything under the, the clothing and the wrappings and the heavy amounts of uh, ash they've kind of covered themselves with, like not even their faces. They walk up and like start putting their hands in the fire and like catching like parts of their cloth on it and catching like sticks and twigs they have, like like old fossilized wood and start putting it inside their cloak. <coughs> and you hear this kind of crackling sound coming from them. Does he okay. acknowledge us at all or not really. They start moving to where the uh, unlit braziers are and start lighting them. Oh it's like the coventual. Okay. Which adds a lot of light to the area. That's nice. Does it seem to have like lit up this whole area then? Yeah. Uh, before, this place looked like it was cavernous and went on forever, but you can kind of tell that this place is like a small mansion, maybe a big maybe a big house. The, the shadows on the wall actually seem to boil and creep away like they're alive. Like they have tendrils and mouths and moving bits that you can just catch on a shadow play. What do you call it? Those little shadow boxes that... It's like a cal- calliope? I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. I literally think the words are calliope. Nope, it's not a calliope. Whatever, it's not important. Anyway, um, yeah. After all the sconces are lit, if you guys are just hanging out around here, uh, they start pulling tents up out of the ash and stuff, and start setting up a little camp. They're still not responding to any kind of communication. They look at you, and they they they're like, you can see kind of like a, a light coming from under the hood, but other than that, they're just setting up. Okay, this is bizarre. I'll try and help one of them with the tent. Sure. You can help. There's not a lot you can really do. You don't know how they're setting it up. Like, some of it seems to just be... Some of the tents seem to take form just from, like, heat exhaust coming from the metal now, because the metal's heating up and giving off, like, a glow. The ash is receding down. Part of the structure's lifted up a bit, and, like, it's all kind of sifted off like sand. I, uh... I think they're just ghosts. Or memories? Some... Well, how many are there? About three dozen. How many books were there? Um, not the same amount. Hmm. I think it's best to just leave, let the uh, dead lie. 
I kind of want to see how it plays out. <laughs> well, wait till they stop doing something. <laughs> we don't have that much time, though. <coughs> Yeah. Uh, when they're all finished, they basically are going about this place like it's a camp. Like a lot of them are tending clothes in the river. Some of them are set, have this tent set up and are starting to like unbox things from like deposits in the ground that were buried. Uh, one of the tents is covered in lanterns, like oil burning lanterns and other weird things. It's just coated on the outside and is carrying like a, a rather large kind of old style projector around its neck on a chain. Ooh. Are all the lanterns unique? Most of them are. A lot of them look like they come from Barovia. Hmm. Some of them look like they're weird and stuff, but they're kind of kept more inside, hanging on chains. I'll go and start examining one of the lanterns. Does he react to that at all? He's watching you. Kind of heft it, lift it towards him, in sort of a gesture of, eh? He, kinda, he puts out his hand, and it's wrapped in bandages, and you can see, like, human... Skin and like a finger yeah. and a hand and stuff in the bandaging, and there's uh, light coming off of where the veins would be. Almost so like embers. He reaches a hand out. I'll give him a wrench. He uh, puts it, he gives it back to you. Returns the wrench. He kind of makes the universal sign for money by rubbing his fingers together. Okay. <laughs> should we stock up on lanterns now, or should we explore some caves and come back when it's a bit more dire? I mean, we've got at least one footpath out of here. We can see how far that goes, and double back if we need to. I mean, we might as well give one of those lanterns in case ours don't make it too long. Okay. I'll put the lantern back. Okay. We'll bring it. Well, uh, then, let's get going. Yeah. Okay. So we'll take the footpath out of here. All right. So you're going from that room down to bottom two? Yes. Yep. Bottom two. Let's see what we got. So you head to the edge of this area to kind of, you know, follow the map and figure out that it's westward-ish um, to find... Oh, god damn you. God damn you. Oh, different. It is a seven feet opening in the rock that heads um, down at an angle. So that's what you want to mark down, that it's seven feet wide. Which means all the others are four feet wide. Like all the others in that square. Okay. Seven feet wide, uh, like all around. It's like a natural tunnel opening. The water kind of actually, the, the river splits off and heads down here. Looks like it's been cut. Okay. And yeah, it is a shaft that goes down on an angle. <coughs> okay. Like if you keep your sure footing and stuff, you won't trip and fall and die. That's good. Yes, it is good. You guys head down that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it has ample headroom and stuff. Those ones that are four feet do not have ample headroom. You guys are going to be hunched over and shit. That's going to suck. Oh, no. We're going to find exactly what we need at the bottom of this river, so we won't have to worry about that. It takes uh, 20 minutes to go through. And I guess we should figure out how much light you guys all have. 
Who wants to be the luckiest? I do. <laughs> Peter said so first, so you guys have six hours of life. Ooh. Who wants to be the second luckiest? You have two hours. Oh, good joy. old Mr. Grouse Bottom with one hour. One hour of light, which 20 minutes of which have been used? Yeah, they're going to be used by this. So light is tracked as loons. It's the universal currency down here. Cool. An hour of light is called a loom, and you have six, you have two, you have one. Okay. When your light runs out, you die. Yay. Make a new character, go home. Yay. Leave the country. Exile yourself to Singapore. So what does this room look like? Alright, so yeah, after about 20 minutes of traveling, you head down into the newest section of the cave system, which is row 3, number 2. So after this room, we're going to need to head back. <laughs> or we can loop around. No. No, we can't. Alright, the first thing... Hermie, that uh, you kind of recognize about this place because it's it's smaller than the place you were last, so you're like kind of goes on through. Is the smell? It smells of um, Peter. You recognize it, or Jack? You recognize it? It smells like antiseptic, uh, like gel and ointment, like stuff they mm. put onto like battlefield dressings. So iodine. Well, yeah. Um, the room is circular as far as your light can go, but there's um, cone. Uh, uh, outcroppings that go into the walls. Almost like a spike ball or an urchin. Mm-hmm. So like as you're walking, there's like cones that are full of like stagnant water or, you know, sand and stuff that you're walking by and they're on the ceiling and the walls and whatnot at odd angles. The stonework, as your light kind of goes on through, uh, shines, like it, the light kind of gets soaked in by like the black old rock is made of. Uh, but you're getting glints of like light coming off of it. Silver light. Who here is into mining and stuff? Yes. Like I sure did, I don't have just a knowledge though. Mm. Alright. It uh it looks like silver. Like like actual silver veins. Mm, cool. Is it something I would recognize from alchemy? Uh you can roll alchemy. Yeah. success. Alright, it looks like silver, but this stuff is kind of like a permeable gel that if you were to like pop or like disrupt enough, it would kind of just ooze out and it's acidic. Okay. Let's not be smearing our bodies with that. Don't put that in your wallets. Is it appreciating acid? <laughs> well, I think we need to head back so I can buy a lantern. <laughs> I mean, do we... Do all of us need to have a lantern, or just one? We were together, right? Plus we've got What's-Her-Face. Yeah. And she has a lantern, we know that for a fact. Yeah, uh, she's here. And she's got money. <laughs> no, no, pause for a second, I just gotta re-up on the area that you guys are in. Yeah. Alright, you hear noises from this cavern that you've entered. It's about the size of two rooms, so, you know, 20 by 20 sphere. There's outcroppings and uh, obstacles in the way, but you can hear things shifting around and walking in here that you're like, quite, doesn't quite reach out to. 
Okay, does it sound like a lot of small things or something bigger? Hard to say. It doesn't sound like anything small though. Okay. <sighs> Let's turn around, shield our lanterns with our bodies, and go the way we came. What are we doing here even? <laughs> You're looking for the guy. Okay. Very cool. Well, maybe we should at least try and determine what it is. Just to know a little bit more about what's in this ecosystem. Uh, before we see it, it's going to see us, so... I mean, if we want to explore, if we go from here southwards, we go to a small place that leads to... back up to where we came from. If we go downwards, so that will be efficient. Yeah, we also don't know what's in this in this exact cavern with us. Is the thing. You guys just talking in the cavern. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, just keep talking. <coughs> keep role playing. I gotta grab a staff. So one. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think if we want to explore this place, we should be more efficient than just going back. I mean, we've got this land that should last us for a while. That's great, but we're currently being approached by something. So I'm saying we should argue this. In another area. Well, I'm running out of lantern light anyways, so. I mean, last time we were surviving as long as one of us were still lit, so. I don't think we'll all die. Yes, I'm not worried about us all dying, I'm worried about me dying. Oh no. Lantern light is has the most lumen, so it probably is the brightest. So you get struck! Oh no! By an arrow or a bolt of some sort. Oh no! You hear a you hear the telltale twang and loosening of something as uh, crossbow shafts ring past you two. Like it just goes one goes into those like cone stones and makes a smut a sputtering sound. So does another one just hits a rock right by your head and it actually gives off like a flash, like a like a brief kind of like red deep red ultraviolet light. And one hits you square in the chest and detonates. Okay. So, uh, it's fun time. Yeah. So, what's the damage on your gun, by the way? My damage on my gun is 2d8. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I think so. Used against me. Uh, so that's 7. What's your toughness? Toughness is 5. So it breaches your toughness, which means I think you're shaken. Okay. That's how it works, right? Or do I roll for being shaken or not? You get shaken, and then you gotta roll to get rid of it on your turn. Okay. I think that's how it works. I'm gonna change the music from this little calm something. Okay. Um. Yeah, it burns. It burns uh, like you just got hit with some uh, thermite. <laughs> I don't know. I guess let's deal for initiative. Yeah. There are three figures. They are approaching the periphery of Peter's lantern. His lantern has, uh, what was your lantern? Mollusks? Mollusks. Uh, what was yours? Alcohol? Alcohol. And his was uh, CSI like? Yeah, alcohol. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the mollusks uh, might have the larger range, I think. And what's her faces was a skull. Yes, the ultra cellar fly. Yeah. Should we deal with her separately? No, she can be part of your group. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Anyway, there are three figures. They look like people, but they're wearing cloaks and clothes. And you hear a, a sort of 
the sound of like a rubber band being twanged against skin coming from them as they're like recocking these kind of thin crossbows. They all have uh, lanterns around their shoulders and like around their forearm that are giving off red light. You know, not to interfere with your night vision. That's nice. Hmm. So, who's at initiative time? Peter with the ace. Seven of spades. Seven of clubs. Seven of diamonds. <laughs> no, I'm going to go first. Simple. No, ace. Ace, No, right. like in the sevens category. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, how do I unshake myself? You have to make a vigor check, and if you succeed, you're good. Or is it a spirit check? Don't listen to me, I don't know. I hope it's a spirit check, because that's a d8 for me. Uh, let's re-look up Shaken. Shaken, let's start. Um, dead air listeners. Ooh-wee. Combat. Come on, I don't know. The PDF is not exactly the most, uh... So close. Ah, damage effects. Shaken, you have to make a... Spirit roll. Huzzah. Spirit roll. Spirit roll. You spirit rolled. I spirit rolled. You're not shaken. Huzzah. All right. Does that mean I can act or... Yes, you can go. It's your turn. Cool. Then I guess I unload my gun at one of them. Go for it. Uh, what's my shoot at before? That's a five. That's a success. Okay. These guys' toughness... Because then i got to roll damage against yep. their toughness. Is... Oh my god, eight. Um, oh, seven. My mistake. Do you want to use the team roll card to get plus four to rolls, guys? Sure, might as well. Yeah. yeah. Plus two okay. at the start of the so round. That means... I'm just trying to learn these guys. Yeah. Trait roll. Damage is on trait. Uh, no, Sorry, but for... Roll, no. Uh, but I roll the five, which means plus four, I'll get the race. There you go. So, yeah. So, I spend teamwork. Uh, so, that means I get two D8 plus six. That's... 6, 10, 11, 19, 25. Damage. Okay. You hit his toughness and shake him. Or no, wait. 25. That's shaken and damage and damage and damage. And they're not wild cards. So your gun. It's yeah. just a, like a bolt action rifle, right? No, it's a musket because there isn't bolt action rifle in Ravenloft. Yeah, so. but if you're from World War One, you have a bolt-action rifle. We'll, we'll talk about this later sure. fix your gun. Your bolt-action rifle goes off, makes a lot of, uh, I guess, light briefly so you can see these guys, as it goes into one of the dudes and drops him. Uh, the light illuminates their features. They're, they're made of rope. Like, imagine strands of, like, braided, corded hangsman's nooses. Um, but, like, they're taut and sturdy and, <coughs> and like, like, tensed. And it makes up their skeletal structure and their bodies and their faces. Uh, but the rope's made of flesh and tubes and veins. And uh, it's like covered in like tattooing and stuff. And like they have tools and stuff on them. And where their mouth would be, where they'd have a jaw, is like this ball of elastic uh, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I just used it like a like a rubber band tie that kind of just reverberates against their throat area, making noise. Huh. You've encountered a trio of Gordians. Good on you, git. So yeah, uh Do you call that out? Is that yeah, your battle crash? Australian. <laughs> so yeah, Jack downs one of these horror people. Okay. Seven of clubs. Or is it uh, spades? Spades. 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 Cool order. spades, yeah. How close are they? <coughs> um they're probably within walking within room? five feet. Oh shit, they're they got really close. close. So we were, we were talking instead yeah, of actually dealing with this, yes. They were using red light to sneak up on you. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, thank Ezra, they're not people. Um, <laughs> we can murder them with impunity. It's okay. I was having a similar thought myself. <laughs> exactly. You're going to find their wallets and their IDs on them. Yeah, yeah. they're not people. I'm so still okay. Like children. Uh, we come back with three severed arms with the little Funny thing about them. their children. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I'm going to run up and try to bury my axe in its neck and then punch it in the face. Go for it. Okay, so first roll. Yep, plus four. Eight plus four. Okay. Was there, if not the evasion, but there... Parry? Parry. Five. Ah. So I got an eight. So you two got raises. Uh, one raise. One raise? Okay. No, no, Because you it, got it, him and then you got a raise. Four, oh, okay. Four over, right? Oh, so, so you rolled an eight? Yeah, I got an eight. So that means you get a 12, because it's plus four. No, I got a four oh with the other. Okay. so bad at this. So, so you hit this, because it's five, but you didn't get nine oh, to get okay. your ace. So it's just a hit, you just roll damage. Yeah. It has to be four over there, Perry. Yes. Oh, okay. But we're learning. Yep. We're learning. Okay, so damage then is strength plus d6. So that's eight damage in total. Toughness? Uh, their toughness is eight. So he breached it. Okay. So shaken. shaken. Yes. Yeah. All right. So while he's shaken, I'm going to strike with my punch because two attacks per round. Go for it. So that's another fight. And that's nine to hit. Yep. So that, a that's a race. So you get an extra d6 on your damage. Okay. So that's a... D8 and a D6. Cool. 13. Well, that... Uh, yeah, that kills him. You kill that guy. Okay. You uh, you punch and hack them to, to death. Phineas! Is it me? No, it's it civil diamonds. Unless our... The last, uh... The gal goes. Yeah. The last Gordian runs. Like, in the opposite direction, away from you. Uh, they, like, when, when the guy dies, he grabs the lantern off of the dead guy and twists it and hucks it in the middle of you, making, like, a bright light as it's running. Just to throw your guys off your game. That's fair. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it books... Phineas, shoot him. I will move behind some cover, uh, and sure. then I will aim my attitude adjustment device in the direction that he went, and just sort of check to make sure that no one is coming from that direction. Yeah, don't shoot him in the back. He's, he's a monster, but I'm still not going to shoot him in the back. That's 
He shook me in the chest. Let's just go back and go another way. Are there more lanterns? Uh, there? There's one left behind, because yeah. it smashed the other one. I'll go scoop that. How much light is left in it? There's two lumens in it. Two lumens. So lumens are abstraction. They're interchangeable. Don't think about it. That's fair. So that means you So you have six. You should add to your, yours, because yeah. uh, I have two. You have two? Okay. So that means I have... So you don't necessarily have to keep the same lantern you started with, blah, 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 yeah. but there could be fun complications from it. Okay. I have three, and we've used up a little over 20 mm-hmm. minutes, so half. we used like half a lumen. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So, listeners, Peter drew a card called the Surprise, which lets him spend a Benny to go through the deck and grab any card he wants from the Savage World Adventure deck. So, of course, like any sane person, he grabbed the Relic card. Of course. Because he wanted to get magic powers. Who wouldn't? So we drew from the Relic card draw and got a heart, which was for weapons, and the heart was in the 3 to 10 range, which means his gun gets is magic now, which means it gets plus 2 to shooting and plus 2 to damage. Bizarre. Also, because Peter is a fool, he made his character be from World War One Australia, like... Like, from World War I Australia, but he took Ravenloft muskets. And it's like, no, dude, you're, you're from World War I Australia. You can just take an M1. That's fine. That's okay. And stuff. Okay. So Peter upgraded from a musket to an M1 uh, rifle from the Savage Worlds book, and it's amazing. It's so much better than the shitty gun he had. I can shoot eight times without reloading. I have to reload for two turns after each shot. Yeah, you, you became a useful character. Thank you, Devin. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't realize you hadn't took an actual World War One gun. Now the ammo is even more hard to uh, make, though. And to yeah, come across, because it won't exist anywhere. Yeah, but this guy's magic. Mm-hmm. We'll do it for downtown. Downtown. That's what I heard. We'll do it downtown. So that is probably where the workshop is. Da, 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 downtown. Okay, then. Uh, so yes, uh, those horrible people are dead, you got their lantern, and, uh, your gun was sprayed with, like, uh, the, the, the chemicals from, Exploding the gun on. was sprayed with the chemicals from their lantern, and the silver sprayed onto it, like, you, it, you had to drop it into some of the silver, and when you picked it up, it has that, uh, Damascus steel patterning to the metal and rifling on it. Cool. Your character's probably not aware that it's magic, but, you know, it's gonna be a lot more useful to now. Well... I think it survived. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, Looks much sturdier. Feels lighter. Cool. So, gang, you stand amidst two corpses. Do you want to investigate them for madness checks? Let's not look at their faces. We oh. already looted them. That's good enough for me. Did we loot them? Well, well I think no, we, had to we, picked of... up, we picked up a lantern. Yeah. Loot it. <laughs> I would like to check them out. I'd like to see what's going on. The lantern's like your lantern. Interesting. It looks like it's been modified, and it has, like, um, magnesium uh, pellets that have been kind of, like, chambered into it to allow it to burn brighter uh, briefly, like a flare. <laughs> Interesting. Ever girls. Yes. I feel a moment of sadness at my kinship with this monster <laughs> and how things turned out. Oh, boy, this could have been so different. Uh, they all have uh, rings that are around their hips, like little kind of key rings that have long, uh, rounded, cornered, rectangular slats of metal that are made of silver that have printing on them in a language you don't understand. 
Should we read all four languages? There is no chance you know this language, so okay. fortunately I'm going to push back on that a little. No problem. But uh, it's made of silver. It's basically a currency if you look at it that way. Probably about 30 silver worth on their two bodies. I didn't need that. <laughs> How about they do? I don't feel great about this. Well, you'll feel better when we use it to buy more of those uh, lanterns. My morality will stop me, but not you. You won't <laughs> be from benefiting from what you do. It's fine, I'll hold <laughs> on to it for you. <laughs> Isn't that convenient? I guess I'll kick open the robes with my foot and just try to find what they have on them. Oh god, they look awful. They look like cords of like like tensed flesh like just wrapped around each other where it's wrapped in the wrong way it's like gotten swollen and infected and it looks like they've used shunts and like metal bits to like separate them and try to keep them from twisting up none of this looks comfortable and it's still kind of tensing up and relaxing as they're being dead and then you see your face again (laughs) (laughs) all right crossbows they have a quiver of crossbow bolts the crossbows are small and lean and have a like you have to use like your your hand to like kind of pull the cord back but there's like a special set for it for people with three fingers. Does that make it difficult for... No. No, okay. It's just weird. So it's just a regular uh, crossbow, though, otherwise. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a satchel uh, full of, like, mushrooms and other uh, cave things, like pickled uh, cave fish eggs and stuff. Food. Yeah. How many crossbows? Two. Because you killed two of them. With I'm murder. I'm taking one of them. I'll grab one as well. Not the money? Nope. Not yet. I'm writing other things down. 50, 50, 60. It says way better range than my hunting bow. Things. Oh yeah, it has a minimum strength rating. There you go. D6. Oh, I'm leaving this behind. <laughs> With the bow. It's a pity we can't uh, sell it off. I mean, maybe we could pawn it off to those guys. I don't want to lug it around. Mm. Well, Priscilla <coughs> is checking out their bodies too, and is, is equally as disgusted as you guys are. And uh, pulls out of one of their bags uh, a tattered journal cover that's like made of leather, and it has the Delusnia crest on it. Mm. Shit. Now that's interesting. What's that now? It's one of my brother's journal covers. Those look that way. Where do you think they got that from? Hopefully he just had to leave some of it behind. Yes. When you're caving, you often have to only bring what you need, and if he brought a bunch of garbage with him, he probably had to ditch it. Yeah, maybe he was trying to map something, and yeah, something got loose. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing that the only way out of this particular cave area is through a sump, and I'm thinking we just don't go that way. Just head back? Yeah. Mm. 
There's some special... Chunks are very deadly. Oh, yeah. Some. Especially for amateurs like you. I'm a decent swimmer. I don't know if either of these uh, two are. We don't know the length of the tunnel. We don't know where it branches off. We don't have appropriate light. It could be a five-minute swim. It could be an hour swim. And we don't want these lanterns to get doused. So all around, no. No, we'd have to ditch our armor as well. Oh, yeah. You can't swim in full gear down there. Not a problem. Yeah. I'd only suggest going that way if one of us had to scout ahead. Otherwise, we should turn around. Well, let's turn around, take another exit from the uh, cavern where we started off. It looks like we can go, we can get to it through, yeah, going backwards, we can still get to that area. Yeah. Without having to go through the sun. There's a better way to go. Okay. So you head back to the core cave. Mm-hmm. Another 20 minutes. Nothing really exciting happens. It's just another walk back in these quiet, quiet caves. We should exchange some silver for lumens. Mm-hmm. What is the rate on that? When you come back, the little city has been expanded a bit. Like There's uh, more tents that are up. The people are kind of painting the ground with sticks and tar and making patterns on it that they're kind of lighting and it's burning a slow orange fire so there's a lot of symbol work and uh, hieroglyphics just kind of burning to the ground uh there's another tent up the person in there looks thinner smaller they're hunched over a pot that they're cooking out of and there's all sorts of preserved ingredients and whatnot hanging from the walls in bundles like garlic braids and stuff. Huh. But the lantern guy is still there as well? Yeah. Okay. So we'll go up to him. Uh, I'll pick up a good looking lantern and make the universal money symbol. They also have, like, there's clearly, like, bottles of oil and supplies and stuff. Okay. Like, bits for all your lanterns are here. Then I'll, I'll pick up some oil. Mm. Like, for your specific lantern? For, for my specific lantern. The, the luminol or whatever? Yeah. Although you said the you said the rope people used a lantern that was like mine, yeah. but just better modified? Not better, just different. So they're just selling bottles of blood here <laughs> for yours. No, the, the luminol's the yeah. important part. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um... Yeah, so how much for, how much for an hour of luminol? What kind of silver pieces do you have? Like Barovian? Yes. So like you start like you pick up like a like a thing of luminol and like you, you try to start he get puts out his hand, you start putting coins in his hand. He'll uh, take three Barovian silvers for your luminol. For one? Cheap. Yeah, for an hour. Okay. Uh, what about those thirty four worth of silver we got from down here? He'll go one for one for those. Oh wow. Um, I'm gonna use my tenth of it or my third of it to buy 10 hours. Okay, that uh, will start to encumber you because that uh, stuff will start, you know. At least some of it here. Yeah. Yeah, they have like uh, little areas that are kind of sunk into the ground that when you go to like put stuff in there, they just kind of cover it with a tarp. Mm. There are small versions of these people uh, walking around, like kid versions that you don't see them quite right. They have larger robes that are hanging over their face and hands, and they give off that kind of light from inside of them. You said three to one? Yeah, three to one for Barovian silver. I mean, we got... I will buy three hours. We've got 30 watts of those. We could spend those first and keep the Barovian silver for now. Yeah, because they're worth more. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll wait till I get desperate before I start using that, because I still feel a little bit uneasy about it. Okay. So, how much do you have? What uh, I do is like spend an hour going back and forth, I suppose. 40 minutes. Plus the fight there and track into. Okay, so I'll be like five. Okay. So you bought. Well, how many are you bringing with you, I guess? Bring with the egg. Mm-hmm. Bit of egg, shredded cheese. Uh, sorry, what was that? How many are you bringing with you? I'm bringing a total of um, five. Uh, five luminals worth. Okay. For, with me. Five. Five. Okay. So maybe like get three, and we'll be all at five hours to be track. Yep, that's what I did. Okay. Accidentally. I wasn't planning it. Okay. I'm leaving the rest <coughs> here for when we double back. This so is we... pro- oh, sorry. No, go ahead. This is probably the best place for us to come back and rest. I get the feeling that's entirely what this is uh, set up for. Yeah. Yeah, or they're summoning something. Yeah. Okay. Either way, it'll be a party. Yeah. So do we want to head north or south? Uh, I mean, if we go south, then we'll check out that uh, dead end. We'll just go back and from there, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. We're going south to the crawl. South, south to crawl. the crawl. Oh, down to there. All right, let me briefly pause. We're back. So you trade for lumens and up your guys' inventory. Yep. Uh, and then you're gonna take the southern exit, which is a crawl, to head up uh, to 3-5. Yep. So the passageway for this crawl is like four feet. It is very small and confining and the tunnel keeps that way the whole time. So you guys have to like get on your hands and knees almost. Actually, no, you definitely have to get on your hands and knees. Yep. Wait to three dash five. Get it here. How hard is the stone here? Oh, we decided to go south. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember that conversation now. I was paying attention. Cool. Yeah. I'll get it to you in just a sec, Kevin. Okay. Just in the map up. This is all very new to me. Uh, all right, three dash five, blah, blah, crawling. Yeah, you have to be on all fours. And uh, wow, yeah, don't run into anything in here. Because then we have to explore the prone rules of combat. Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. Um, and you're asking what the stone was made of? Yeah. Uh, the stone in the, the main central cavern, when you get down to, like, look at it and start to, like, use light and, like, sift the ash away, mm-hmm. um, it's these interlinked fossilized animals. So a lot of grabbing spaces, then. Yeah. Like, oh, perfect. That makes it way easier. They look like uh, large, hard-shelled bugs that have been fossilized down here. Huh. Hmm. So, crawling will take you an hour. And then you eventually have to ascend straight up in this three-foot crevice 
and like carefully drag your way up. Okay. Coming into the bottom of that cavern on the map. Uh, the cavern, once you get your... Well, you're going to smell this place long before you actually get to it. It's a, it's a dry, dusty smell, like drywall or uh, crushed up chalk, like a blackboard. And you can hear... Uh, you can hear scraping sounds, rock against rock, and uh, almost a sound of uh, like hollow kind of pumice dragged against stone. This place is shaped kind of like a, um, almost like a bottle on its side, and you come up right in the middle and just kind of start poking your way out. It's a small little cavern, maybe no bigger than uh, than like the eaves or under an attic. Okay. Smaller than a room. And all right, Asher, you poke your head up. You have your lantern on. You're looking around. And as you turn your lantern around to look, there is a small, dried-out, rocky child's face staring right back at you. It's like a small kid made out of um, weird, runnily stone. Out of character, it looks like coral, and has like a child's face, and like it looks like it's sad. It has like an open mouth and eyes that have like meat on the inside that's pulsing up against the stone like a heartbeat and as soon as the light like uncovers it it lunges for your face do it you hear asher start screaming and his legs start kicking yeah we're gonna do mad right at your faces we're gonna do madness saves after this all right (laughs) uh what's your parry my parry my parry is six it does not hit you the other four attacks yeah. This is a closet-sized space. Yeah. This place is packed with them. Oh, no. What? Your parry's six? Yeah. Oh, okay. So... Hey, you're good! Cool. There are, yeah, th- this entire interior cabinet, like, like little attic-y area, smaller than a room, but just, it's bigger than you'd expect, is packed to the brim, layered, stacked on top of another, packed with stone and bone, fossilized people made of coral. And, like, their limbs and their faces are moving in the rock, looking at you, screaming, making the sound of a child crying. And, yeah, there are four that are loose that are trying to drag you in into this area. Back up, you fucks. Back up. So, uh, draw initiative. Because this is your life now. Zombie coral. Oh, the last remnants of Atlantis. So, who goes first? Ten. You are... Where are you in the pecking order? Second. So you're in the middle? Yeah. Alright, so you have to to get out of the hole so he can get out. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. You're you're in a cave and he's kicking at you. There's a dude below you. Can you delay your action in this game? Sure. Yes. I will delay my action. Alright, who's under 10? 7. What do you do? So I guess I have to get up if I want this guy with his murderer, <coughs> his, his murderer magic. poker to uh, get up here. So is there anything in here that isn't a human coral monster? No, the, every surface is made of people. So the do we want to go in here or do we want to get away? How much room is behind me? Like, like what is this, like just is a small color? tunnel? It's like a, it's like a wine bottle on its side. That's the layout of this map. And you came in up at the bottom. So there's like a little tiny crevice that's the cork neck. And there's stuff in there, but you can't quite... You're not focused on that. But like, you know, there's the whole bottle. Alright, are any of these... 
Is there any space in here that I can just pull myself up not where I have to worry about the walls attacking me? No. So there's literally nowhere to go then. I mean, it'll attack you. Probably won't hurt you that much, but you gotta get out to... You gotta go forward to go back. Alright, he seizes onto one of those arms that is, that's grabbing you and hoists himself up. It's and, scratchy uh, and stuff, like coral is. Have you ever cut your foot on a barrier reef? None of us have. Yeah. Gloves. There you go. Alright, you hoist yourself up. You lift. Lifts and just starts swiping wildly at these small children and coral Swing things. Swing away. Alright, so two attacks. There are four of them. Alright, well, I'll see what my first attack does. So, fighting. D8. Okay, I got a four. Well, uh, their parry is five. Oh, so I don't get it. Okay. And then I'll swipe again with my fist, because two-handed weapon, or fighting, and I get a six. Nice, you hit one. Okay. Full damage, toughness seven. Oh. Okay. I made it from rocks. Yeah, I'm not going to hit this then. You might explode. Yeah. You wish. Nope. You listen backstab. I got a seven, so. <laughs> okay. I have to like max my roll to actually hit those with hey, fist, so that's sometimes how it goes. Though so, uh fun story, their heads, if you attack their heads, you get plus two damage. Oh, neat. Yeah. Alright, who's after them? I mean oh. do you want to Do you want to go after Kevin now that he's gone yeah, over the hole? Well if we're <coughs> He made space in the hole. <coughs> if we're doing that, I mean, because otherwise you're just stuck behind me then. Yeah. Otherwise it's us backing up. And these things constantly crawling after. Oh, them. they're small. They can move really fast in the tunnel. Yeah, right. so that's not going to happen. They're not impeded by the tunnel. Okay. No, no. <laughs> so I will oh, leap up people. to Ash's aid. Uh, I'll climb out of the tunnel as well. Uh, how many monster things are there around? Four. Four. Four coral zombies. Are they all engaged with him? or? Are they yes, they're all pulling at him and trying to drag him further in. Shoot um <laughs> Shoot up. Well, there is a chance oh, wow. I'm going to hit Asha, so... Yeah. Well, at least he'll be dead. I'll and then he'll be able to use I'll his fire card. fire full auto, which will give me an almost guaranteed chance of hitting him. <laughs> then I'll be a revenant. Or then I'll use the backstab card. Yeah. No, yeah, then, you'll it's all mummif- falling then you'll get mummified in here and end up in the acid pool. <laughs> cool. That's nice. It's, it's coming. So I will take aim and uh, fire at one of them. Go for it. So, if I miss, there's a potential chance that it will. Don't worry. So, you know what? I'm going to stand aside and I'm going to aim. You got some bennies. So Magical roll. bennies. Benny the stuff. Bennies never let you down. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to aim. Okay. I'm going to take aim at one of them that's uh, yeah, grappling and grabbing him. And I'll make enough room for Jack to get up behind me. Alright. The coral zombies will continue to attack you. Okay. What the fuck am I rolling for fight? No, oh, it's D6, right? Hey! Like hey! 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 <laughs> 20 on a hit! So, you got a raise. Congrats. <laughs> okay, so so one hit you with a raise. Um, oh, strength plus a D6. Yep. Little child claws. Oh, oh, 11. No. And oh, no. 12. Uh, so 12. What's your... What's your parry? 6. So, so 6. A raise. A raise. 
Uh, so that's what, shaken and a wound? Yep. Okay, you get shaken and a wound. Would you like to spend a Benny to do a... To soak. To soak. Yep. So spend a Benny. Okay. Yeah, you got the heal. Okay. And then you roll your Vigor, I think. Let's double check that. Ravenloft. Ravenloft. Yeah. I got a three, so that's probably not enough, actually. Probably not. Uh, you take the first wound of the game, then. Hmm. Huzzah. That's actually you kind finally of get to heal someone. Oh no! Oh, so you were wounded by them, which is not a, not ideal. Nope. You have to rinse the wounds out with acid or piss. Cool. So the first time okay. I had to do that. So <laughs> okay, so that, that was, was the, the first one. That was the first one. The other three are coming. Miss. 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 They're clawing on you, and one of them, yeah, one of them gets around your arm and opens up its little child mouth and starts biting, and like it's trying to suck on your arm and draw the blood out, like it's like it's like it's thirsty. Huh? It's a vampire! It's a vampire. Um, Peter, what's up? You get out of the hole? <sighs> Do I want to get out of the hole? Oh my God, Peter! Sure, I get out of the hole. Okay, um, so I'm just gonna go backwards. See you later, guys. Use your new god weapon. Um, so what's their parry score? Or their... They don't have a parry score if you're shooting them. I mean, well, they don't have to shoot them. <laughs> parry five. Parry five. So that's one harder than three. I guess I'll have a stab at them from my bayonet's reach. Okay, uh, where's... I love how you have this great, awesome gun, and your favorite thing to do is stab people with it. Bullets are expensive! That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Ooh! Ooh-wee! Ooh-wee! So it's 10, that's 11. So, it explodes. So, this, and this, and this, and this! Holy shit. So that's 10, 15... If you got a wound on them, it dies. It's yeah, it, ex- it dies. Alright, you stab one, and you actually like break it in two, and it crumbles like it's made of like brittle, brittle rock, and seawater. Uh, the smell of like the sea fills your nose. Oh. As like, water kind of just oozes out of it. Okay. Alright, so I think we draw again. <laughs> Ooh. Oh no, King Ooh, of Clubs. Ace. Joker! What does Joker do? Oh, what does like Joker do? I think everything the discard reshuffles or something? Yeah. And you guys all get bennies, I think. Uh, so it's a new round. Who got better than a king? I got an ace. And a Joker. Oh uh, man, alright, so what, what what's happening? What's the combat here? You got so three? while I was while I was aiming, my gun has been whirring and charging up and storing some electricity. I'm gonna spend two power points instead of one to fire a supercharged bolt. Go for it. And I've been aiming so I get plus two on my shoot. Don't miss. Yeah, missing would be bad. I don't miss. Nice. Alright, you damage. hit one. Damage time. So three D six. Plus wild drive for damage? No, just no, three to no. six plus yeah, just because you didn't you didn't raise. You didn't raise. Fifteen. 15. 
Okay, so that zombie's dead, and it detonates into lightning and steam. Cool. Two left. Uh, so I guess I'll go, and I'll stab another one. Okay. Let's see if it explodes. So that's seven plus two because it's Joker, so it's a nine, so it raises. Okay. Um, 5, 9, 11, 13. That's the other one. That's all of them, right? There's yeah, one, one more. Oh, no, one left. Okay. On a king. Uh, it goes. Oh, something happened. Are you stabbing them with that rifle that's magic? Yes. These things are actually attracted to magic in the park. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, You no. made a mistake. You came to the wrong town, Honky. Oh, no. All right. It's going to lunge at you. Oh. What's your parry? Five. It hit? Does it have to meet or get over? Oh, I think it needs to meet. Okay. Oh, here comes the damage roll. No, three. What's your toughness? Five. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Huzzah. All right, Kevin. It's your go. All right. Wounded and bleeding. Take vengeance for your groin. Oh, yeah, we do the injury table, and I guess Kevin got a groin injury. It doesn't make much sense, but whatever. It's the injury table. All right. Maybe you pulled it. <laughs> Got an eight on my hit roll. That hits. Cool. Doesn't that? No, it doesn't raise. Actually. It's with. Uh, it's Perry's five. five. You had to get nine. Yep. That is really weird, actually, because I thought it was for every four you got. You got a four raise. Over four past the target number. Yeah, the target number is their Perry score. Yeah, because if no you're shooting, the, the target number is the standard of four. Yeah. Hmm. For skills, the difficulty is four. Yeah, melee is really useful. Useless in this. Um, so I hit at least. All right. One sack, sorry. Yeah, sure. Roll pause. And we're back. Roll. Got a seven on the roll. You got a seven. Uh, it's toughness is seven, so that means you get to roll damage. Oh, okay. That was damage. No. So what's it? Oh, no, so that means it's shaken. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, alright, it's shaking. Okay, so, and then I get a punch, so... Go for it! Did you roll for me unshaken, though? Oh, no, I didn't, no. So mm -hmm. I got yeah, you your spirit, 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 the spirit. power. Seven. Oh, you're gonna have to so, yeah. Yeah. so then punch it again. Punch Another eight for to hit. Nice. So roll damage. And an eight for damage. Nice. Yes. Because it was shaken. Now it's yep. dead. Alright, you crush all of them. They die. Crushing it. The walls, like every surface, is writhing slightly, but not in a way that, you know, a hundred more are going to pour out. Okay, I'm just going to throw that out at you. Okay. They better stay, otherwise they'll get the boot. So now you're in the cave! Whoo-wee! So, how does first aid heal works? Oh, Christ. Yeah, you should get on that. Let's pause. <laughs> All right. So, Peter aced that healing roll, fixed the wound on um, Azur's body, and you're good to go. You're able to flush out the toxins, because there are so many toxins. <laughs> this thing was an open water thing. So, you're in the little creepy cave that's alive. I think that we... Jack just... Nope, so the he just goes back to the tunnel like, no, I'll wait for you guys here. Of course you will. Um, 
We see something at the end of this? Yeah, the bottleneck. What does it look like? It is a small uh, bottle, probably about the size of, um, bigger than a kid. Like it's a, okay, so small would be a misnomer. It's a container or glass jar about as big as a kid uh, that has like an actual screw top on it. And there is a thing in it. It's full of what looks like uh, some sort of pickled juice. And there is a, you know a kid draws a person where it's like, Big arms, big legs, and like a little roundy head and like simple smile. That's in there. It's like floating with its arms and legs out. I really hate that that looks vaguely important. <laughs> okay, what are these things attracted to? Like the things around us? Do they only seem active towards us? Oh, the whole thing's just active. Things are grasping and pulling and stuff. If I crawl on my stomach along the floor, can I stay reasonably far away from the It's everywhere. All the floor is it. Like, when you're on, if you go down your stomach and crawl to the floor, you're, like, looking at a face that's in, that is the floor. And all their arms are out, so there's really no way to get through it. Well, like, some of their arms, some of their elbows, some of their feet and stuff are out. Like, they're, they're made, the, the, the structure is made of them. Yeah, the issue is we want to avoid the hands, because the hands are the dangerous part. Okay. Just set your footing up hard. You got boots on, you'll be fine. Okay. Not to disarm this, but if you've been in here long enough, because this whole place is full of grasping hands and like feet and legs and heads, you actually they don't have that great of a grip on you because they're like fused into the rock. It's not like a whole free hand. It's like the hands like this much is free, so it's like this trying to like grasp and pull its way out. Well, let's walk over to it, no. Prime up the uh, attitude readjustment device in case I need to shock anything away. Okay. Yeah, let's go check it out then. Alright, you're in front of it. It's a thing in a jar. Is it like a person in a jar? It's a person shaped. Like that that description I gave you, that's an actual... Like a stick figure, living stick figure in a jar. Yeah, it's like it has three dimensions, like it's roundy. In my skull... You know know if you could get like those little dudes that you put in water and overnight they'd swell up and become like a... Like a thing. Mm-hmm. That's what this looks like, but see-through. Nothing bad has ever happened from releasing things from jars, especially when you don't know what those things it's are. It's like moved itself to the edge of the jar where you are, and it's like with its little roundy arms, they're like tapping on the glass. I tap that. It has a little antenna coming out of its head. Is it intelligent? Does it respond? It's like tapping on the glass. Huh, I tap like a... further away. I try and tap a pattern. Yeah, it follows you. It, it's aware that you're there. Does uh, it replicate the pattern? Yes. I say we let it out and see what happens. Yeah, it's like a little fairy in a jar. If fairies were pretty and not actively hostile every moment of the day. I'm gonna pop that open. Alright, you let it free. It, like, you have to like tip the jar and stuff or like pull it out. It's so moist. <laughs> Just pour it out. Alright, it, uh, it slides around the floor for a bit and then crawls itself up. And it's just kind of standing there in, like, scarecrow kind of formation, looking at you with its dumb face. What does the Delisnia say? Take the jar away. What does the what? The Delisnia say. She she doesn't say anything, man. Stop asking about her. She's there, (laughs) but she's not there. It was really going to suck carrying that jar all the way back through the tunnel. Why the jar? Roll. I don't know. He's trying to take it. I'm trying to keep the jar. jar. You want a giant yeah. jar? Yeah. It's too think, big to fit down the crevice. Think of all the things I could put in there. I guess I'm just going to pick up this 
weird stick figure. You gonna pick it up? Yeah. It's about child sized. It's spongy. Huh. Ah. 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 I hate it. <laughs> ah. Uh. Well, let's take it with us. Yeah. He tries to, like, struggle free and go into the tunnel out of here. Oh, it can move on its own. Oh, it's yeah. fine. Like, it's, it's stumbling around. Ah. Oh, ah. okay. Yeah, let's follow it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Maybe it's one of those, uh, things in the central bonfire. It's definitely something. It just drops itself down the tunnel. Ah, what's that? Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> something. Ah. It's friendly-ish. We go back to the tunnel. I have a picture of one. It's right here. Uh, that's nice. That's not that bad. I don't, you, you have to come around. Just don't oh, I'm not. You can like print screen and paste it into the Discord. Found some sort of savage. <coughs> I name it Dargos. Dargos. Good for you. So you guys, uh, you guys gonna head back? Yep. Yeah, we're gonna follow it, see where it goes. It's gonna go. It's gonna just gonna run through this tunnel. It's gonna go back to where you guys came from. That's good. At, at, at. Does it seem to interact with the people? Well, yeah, we got there. Okay. I got there, man. Give me a minute. Okay. There you go. A literal depiction of what they look like. A squiggly bunny. It's very endearing. Yeah. There's no way that could be evil. Mm. They're, they're not. They're so dumb. But they're everywhere. Food source. <laughs> <coughs> Rabbits too. Or they're just like this ecosystem's version of moist to toilets. How that's most when you guys get back to the hub area, uh, it like goes up to the fire and the fire like highlights it better and like you can see through it and stuff. It has um, there's a book inside of it. I pull it out. You just kind of put your hand in and slide yeah. it out. At, 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 and then you pull it out. It's okay. another journal. Does it have a stomach? He's pulled out of pulled out its stomach. No, it's a book. It's a book. It's a journal. Does it have a Delizia crest on it? Yeah. Huh. I this is probably written in the language we could read. Or there if not go. us, then Delizia. Yeah, Priscilla? Yeah. You open it up, a lot of the pages have been digested because some asshole ate it. <laughs> okay. But there's hey, writing. Don't stuff discipline on Dargos, them. he doesn't know better. Oh, he knows. If not, he will. Uh, <laughs> what does it say? Uh, it looks like it's a small journal of um, the brother's time here, and mostly him like mapping the various caverns and the stuff he's found. Um, it's an account of him running into that cavern you ran into, and him uh, being able to interact with the stuff in there without it attacking him. Hmm. Hmm. He basically distracted it with, um, like he found he found things in other parts of the cave system that like had. Uh, a weird kind of glow or pulse to them and he like kind of threw those at them because he got a tip off from some of the natives here and he was able to kind of explore around and he saw the thing in the jar 
interacted with it for a bit and kind of took like drawings and stuff of it. Mm-hmm. Apparently seen a lot of these around. Mm-hmm. He let out of the jar and interacted with it for a bit and then uh, he let it. Um, how the hell would he have written that down and got into the, into the guy? I guess it just ends with him talking about how he's opening the jar to interact with it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then it ate the book, and when he didn't notice, yeah. an idiot. So did he have a name for those creatures? Nope. He doesn't have a name for much in here. Monsters. monsters. No, they're they're the dark ones. Only assholes this... entered this place and started naming everything. So it's not named. Before. I mean, he got the tip off from the natives. Like, oh, maybe he. Had a conversation about what's going on. You got a tip off for the cave. He was looking for something in the cave. Okay. It's like going to a deserted island and meeting a native there and being like, I'll call you Wednesday. <laughs> Friday. Friday, yes. Yeah, you know. It's the most asshole thing you could possibly do. <laughs> I love that you got that reference. That's amazing. My name is Master. Uh, does he have any notes about other places? Yeah, about which 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 are we doing first? The one to five and one to <coughs> when we're giving nomenclature. Um, like if I wanted to talk about this, row then depth. Row then depth. So two, two one. Does he have any notes about two one? Two one. Let me look at what two one is real quick. It's not gonna the be house size. Two one. Uh, he was able to harvest um, chemicals from there. He's just trying to find a way out. He can't leave. Mm-hmm. And there's something in here with him. He's been, that's been hunting him. Well, I'm, I'm thinking we're just going to keep going around looking for him. So maybe we can use his journal to get the scoop on areas before we go in. So nothing gets the drop on us. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are doing that thing that literate people can do. Um, Asher's going to each of the directions we've gone to before. And he's using mining symbols, which is something he can understand, and writing it in each direction for anyone else who gets trapped down here. There you go. There you go. Don't go here. Yeah, basically, you know, crawl space here, um, horrible sponge thing, just hazards and whatnot, and writing it down. He does, he mentions that row one, uh, C4, um, has some sort of, uh, living metal man in it. It calls itself Gilgamesh. Row one, C4. Yeah. So mentioned if it's hostile. Row one, four. Like, one, four. Okay. Well, let's head towards there. He was able to trade with it, basically. Maybe that maybe Gilgamesh will remember him, and he might give us some clues to where he is now. Yeah, maybe. <coughs> so that requires us to go uh, north. Yep. yep. Sounds a damn sight better than going east right now. Yeah, you just have to go three rooms over. Mm. I'm going to grab some more uh, lumens for my collection from the supply I've left here. Have you guys eaten in a while? Like, how long did that take? It's been an hour, two hour back. That's two hours. Two hours and 40 minutes. I mean, we're sleeping, so that's fine. (laughs) You guys get hungry and tired here. Oh, no. So maybe we should go to sleep here and wake up in real life. (laughs) Sorry, so how much time was it coming back from the... Hour two and from. Yeah. Hour two and so in total, like three hours left each. 
Go back three more. Perfect. Yeah, that's equal to six, I suppose. So, how much of that good silver do you have left? How much of the good silver? The yeah. stuff we have here? Yeah. I used 10 of mine since there was 34 in total. Ah, okay. So I figured we'd split it three ways. Okay. So roughly 11 each. 11 each on all the spare. Okay. I guess I should keep all of the money. Yeah. I should spend all his because there's no point in not spending all the silver we have here or we find here on this stuff. Um, All right, I'm going to pause as you guys uh, prepare to head on your little adventure. Yeah. Okay, what was your question? So, um, how much will the food cost us, I guess? Uh, how much food are you getting? Enough for a meal. Yeah, we gotta be back here. Like a day's meal, basically? Yeah. Mm. Uh, three silver. Okay, uh, what if we offer those horrible rations we found on the Gordian guys? They don't want them. They don't want them? Three silver total for all of us? Yeah, like a silver each. Silver a day. Okay. Oh, silver each. Okay, that's better. I'm rapidly running out of silver. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so are we all stockpiled up? Everybody ready for a longer journey? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, how much lantern did you bring with you? Because I'm bringing a 10. How much? Uh, uh, six. six. I'll go up to 10. I'm bringing six as well, because I really don't want to be over encumbered, especially if we find things we have to bring back. Okay. And I'll up it to seven, actually. I'll spend my eight. last silver to go to eight, because that's all I can do. Okay. Now if I'm getting desperate, I'll use our scavenged silver. Yeah, maybe we'll look out and find more lamps as well. Oh, more silver. That's what I'm hoping for. I just need to murder some aliens. Australia is a very cold, hostile place, isn't it, Jack? No, it's very warm. <laughs> it's a desert. <laughs> All right, yeah, I guess we're just going north then. Sort of yeah. the crawl. Yeah, it is a chimney that heads into Area 3. Is it a chimney? Same order. Yep. It is a chimney. Okay. You're gonna crawl on a chimney, a gentle slope oh, that's chimney. and it's three again, it's four feet wide, only yep. three feet wide. That little uh liquid thing, one of the people in the village kind of grabs it and puts it into a tiny hut that has like bars, a cage. <laughs> <laughs> we just freed him. Well now he's back in the cage where he belongs. Oh no, food. Otherwise he'll just eat shit. At 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 I'm gonna come back and he'll be in the stew. It's fine. Should be forever stew. I mean, it's perfect. They take whatever you want to do in the stew, just make him eat it, and then just toss him whole into the. You know. So I'll take the lead again and use rope to uh, help you guys up the slope. Sounds good. Yep. Alright. <coughs> so, row one, uh, room two. Uh, oh, yeah, your lanterns are fairly good for this. You guys head through the crawl space. Uh, eventually, it comes to the chimney, uh, and it opens up into. Let me roll this quick. Oh, cool! Uh, so this entrance you come into is eight feet wide. So on the, that area, mark it as eight, and all the other ones are four. So. Oh shit! The length. This is right. This is eight. This is eight. The, the entrance mouth, like how big the tunnel is. Okay. The length I have to roll that. The length is um, hour and a half. 
So like the size of the tunnel matters, as does the time. Two yep, different numbers. Yep, yep. Yeah. Just letting you know. Uh, this room is a weird shaped cavern. It's shaped like an hourglass. So it has like large vaulted ceilings that come down together into a kind of central hole and then opens up again. <coughs> and like moisture and slick run down it and drip down and just keep kind of doing that forever. Okay. This is a very wet cave system. It smells like um, the ocean, like sea salt. And you hear a hissing or a fizzling. And the journal mentioned that he harvest, harvested chemicals from here? Not from this room. From another, you, you pointed to a different room. Okay. The mansion room. This is not. This room's like, this cave is about, with your lantern light, it's probably about 30 by 30. Okay. Yeah, you hear a hissing sound. Like the hissing of water, or the hissing of a giant snake? The hissing of, hissing of escaping steam? An animal. Or maybe steam? Maybe both? I hope it's not the river snakes. That's all I got for you. You're in this cavern. Um, well, we're trying to make our way to 1-4, so I guess maybe we'll... You have to head to the top layer where the hissing's yeah. coming from. We'll edge our way around to the <coughs> east. Should we check out the another dead end we have, or...? Because there's a dead end right down. Mm, no. no. Oh, so Everything... remember, this is an hourglass. You have to head up the ring to the top part to yep. go where yeah. you gotta go. Yeah. Every part of me says no, except for my natural curiosity, which says yes, and that's the ruling part of my body, so let's check it out. <laughs> except we'll die if we don't have enough, if we run out of you know light and whatnot, so. I yeah. also feel like I'll die if I don't check out that room. You'll die either way then. <laughs> Huh. Although, if it's going down from here, I'm almost feeling we'll have to be going down into the water or what have you that's pulling on the bottom. We can check it out on the way back. How about yeah. that? If we have enough time. Probably. Okay, so yeah. We'll, I guess we have to shimmy upwards to get there. Okay, let's check whether there's something in that water on the bottom, and then we can pyramid upwards. There is. Okay. Uh, there's a rusted and broken uh, shotgun. Oh. Fish it out? Yeah, pull, fish it out with, you know, that bayonet I have. With your magic weapon? Yes. With my trusty gun. It's, like, snapped in half and, like, the barrels are rusted out, but it's a shotgun. Hmm. Is there a crest or a manufacturer on it? Yeah, on the shotgun tang, there's a <coughs> crest on it. Delineous? No. Huh. Some sort of real-world shotgun? Yes, actually. It's, uh... Um, I'm sort of looking for uh, British made. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's the Evil Dead, so whatever. Okay. <laughs> think smart. Smart. Think as smart. Okay. I think that's from my world. He says, apropos of nothing. <laughs> apropos of this rusted thing. Do uh, you want to talk about the my world theory to the party? <coughs> What, what do you guys know about what he means when he says my world? Kind of just assume he's really egocentric and he's talking about his own country. Yeah. My world. It's a whole world. Well, Australia. And he's like, it's full of dangerous animals and criminals. And it's like, yeah, that sounds like this world. 
It's a desert. It's dry. It sounds like every place that's not Peruvian. Like, okay, you came from an island country. Th- those exist. <coughs> yeah. Good enough. Yeah, how do you know you're in a different world? How do you know you didn't just go across the water? Because I'm an educated person. <laughs> you're not dangerous? I think the moon's <laughs> tipped him off. Oh, sorry. You're not a Catholic <laughs> He just sounds really misled. That's yeah, literally all yeah, of it. Yeah, misled. 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 It's like, yeah, you wandered through the mist during a war. I wound up here. The stone in here is flaky. Like in the, the um, ampoule area you're in, the stone kind of flakes off like shale, but almost kind of like bark too. So it means you can't be climb it. Yeah, you could climb it. It's just... Oh, so how high is the coal we need to get to? Can we, like, you know, two of us buddy up and help Usher up? Yeah, three of you could act as a human ladder and get you guys up there. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The top part of the hourglass is um, fuzzy and white. Like, the entire interior is coated in what looks like dandelion seeds. And, Not like, old. jutting out bits of cor- uh, quartz. Maybe we should poke it first to see whether something tries to... Maybe we just don't touch the walls or take any of this pretty, pretty quartz. <laughs> I really want to, though. Here, take this belt. <laughs> Rub your face all over and go right ahead. What is the equivalent of spotting or whatever? Tracking? I don't know. Notice? Survival? Notice? Is notice. Notice a thing? It doesn't no, notice. Skill. I'm gonna let you guys roll notice. I have failure. Oh. <coughs> Succeeded. Blew up. Twelve. Two tourists. Okay, you two. You're looking around this kind of area and like all the prettiness and the shimmering and the dandelions. Those dandelion seeds look like fungal spores. One, you figure out. Uh, two, they have thin filaments attached to all the different spores that are kind of like waving as you come up. And if you follow the line, there's a ledge with kind of a cave. And there what looks like a large, white, bloated, and at the same time, rail-thin lion. And its rough is made of these spores. And its face is nothing but mouth with eyes ringing the, the sides of it. And it is curled up the way cats do around these huge towns, dripping with acid, making that hissing sound, dropping down to the ground below. Its flank has a kind of splotchy red and milky white wound where it looks like a shotgun round might have hit it. It's a dandelion. <laughs> it's a dandelion. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to aim at it. What are you doing? Specifically, <laughs> it's a alkaline. <laughs> Get it? An alkaline? No. Alkali acid. You're aiming. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start aiming at it. Okay. He's aiming at it. It's sleeping. We can just we can just go through. It probably can't climb. I think if we touch the spores, it'll wake up. So, So let's not touch the spores. They're on the walls. There are weapons in the chopper. But probably there's some sort of journal in here. There must be. Just what, under the lion? I mean, that seems really contrived. <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of adventure. <coughs> I 
I don't know. There's a chance we could take it out if we just. Uh, it, it's already wounded. I mean, whatever you pointed this thing at died, so there's a high chance it will also die. Okay. If if <laughs> everyone is advising discretion, I'm willing to go discretion. Unless you want to find a really high ledge where it can't reach us, then I'm fine with uh, taking aim. You know. I just don't want my last words to be "I told you so." Wait, I do want my last words to be that. So you should. Backstab. <laughs> okay, let's sneak by. You guys don't want to engage in the murder? Not really. It might have some silver on it. <laughs> I'm just worried it's going to get the jump on us. You know, it doesn't seem like a good idea. Attacking something that seems to be connected to all the walls around here. You go back out into the tunnel because it's not that big of a room and shoot from the tunnel. Because you know what that makes it sound like? It sounds like it's the entire room and the line <coughs> is just like a part of it. That's something Several spanky. hours without a drink and you're just full of good sense. <laughs> Yes, without a drink. The <laughs> lantern. You guys back away <coughs> from the alkaline. And you head into the normal walk that head that's only about four feet uh, high, so you gotta kind of be careful going on through it. Mm-hmm. And let's check for length. Because it leads into the tiny another tiny closet room. Oh no. trying. Thirty minutes. Mark it down, mark it down, mark it down. Oh boy, closet room. Let me double check. That alkaline is going to be a problem when you guys come back. <laughs> Let me pause. Okay, so you head over into that other cavern. Uh, that cavern there is very small. Super small. Um, it's like a, it's a donut-shaped cave. Like it loops around. On either side, kind of like a like a donut. Okay. And you kind of you kind of have to like bend over to walk on through here. Uh, this cave, the rock. Oh shit! This place is covered in gold. Oh. The vein. Well, there's veins of gold moving through it. Okay. And there's like uh, phosphorescent mushrooms and stuff lying around. Well, then we had a jar to collect these mushrooms. Yeah. So I give a bag or anything like that. <laughs> a jar. So how big is the entrance and the exits? The entrance and the entrance is brutal. Uh, four feet, and the other entrances out of here are three. Oh no! Yeah, that means you're gonna have to be as thin as possible to crawl your way through. You're gonna have to get on the flat of your bellies. Mm-hmm. Especially, do you have your robot with you? No, no, I don't. You don't have robot with you? No. Because then he could turn his arms to wheels and just glide on through. Then you could turn his head into a guillotine and kill yourself. <laughs> like the French. Yes. <laughs> the robot is watching our sleeping bodies. Oh, it's yeah, it's in the there. real world. Where are they? Where are they? Tapping an axe into its cold, unfeeling metallic. <coughs> watching us sleep. There you go. Did you, wake up. did you program it with some alarm functions to wake us up? Oh, no. It's not that advanced. <laughs> At one end of the uh, donut, it actually branched out into a small cave that's actually carved, like faceted, like, um, you know, a diamond ring. Yeah. Imagine that this was like the impression left by a diamond ring. So the cave is like a cut, faceted cave. Okay. And there are little people in that cave. Oh, no. They're about two to three feet tall. They're kind of squat and wide, and they're covered in robes that are soaked in um, 
liquid and are very damp and moist. Um, and they have like a little bench in front of them and um, have little beds that are made of mushrooms, basically. Are these gnomes? No. No, they're cool, Kevin. These are cool, not gnomes. The dwarves, then. I don't think any of us has probably ever seen a dwarf before, so we could very... It's probably very easy to assume, oh, they're dwarves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at them with their little hammers and tools. There's a little, like, mushrooms and stuff growing out of the damp rags and stuff they have on. Huh. Well met. And raises its arm to copy you. The, uh, the hood rises up and there's just a mushroom cap under the hood with, like, glowing spots on it. And, like, the gills kind of go... The, the mushroom gills kind of open and close. Maybe it's good that I didn't pick the mushrooms. <laughs> Those are their, you their children? Yeah. I get another, right? So they've got, like, a little... What's the setup in here? It's a little cave that has, like, a bench and, like, shelves and little beds made of, like, mushroom material that uh, have, like, blankets and rags that are damp on it. It's like a little tavern. Where it... Kinda. It's kind. It's some sort of business. Not a store, though. Just a. It could be. Have to interact with them. Yeah, but it's gross. <laughs> it's moist. Yeah, they have to stay. They have to stay moist. Or it will dry out and die. Oh, well, it's easy enough to see that this looks like a store. So I guess Asher just takes a coin out and kind of. It uh, grabs its shoulder with its little stubbly hands and kind of twists and yanks a mushroom oh. out of it and kind of hands it over to you. It's blue. Ugh. Okay. Well, it already mutilated itself, so I'm not going to just take my business elsewhere now. It doesn't take the coin. Instead, it kind of hands with its hand going up to its gills. Eat it. Take my children with you. <laughs> I'm probably going to die down here anyway. We're all going to die <laughs> soon anyway. You get on the power-up. Yeah. It's a plus kill one. Eat, kill eat the mushroom. Cool. That means it can activate its psychokinetic spores and talk to you. Oh. oh. Hello. You hear in your head. Okay. Um, I'm gonna think at it and be like, "Hi." No, you have to talk out loud. It's one way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Okay. Um, you guys can't hear this. We can hear him. Though. Yeah, he's talking yeah. at it. He's talking. He had a mushroom. His, his eyes are super dilated. He's looking kind of shivery. It's a bad trip. Do you know where we are? What this is? You're in our cave. Okay. Uh, actively just trying to think of... Uh, has a man come in here? It kind of looks like her, but a man. Oh, it's hard to tell. You all look alike. Okay, that's that's fair. You <coughs> like, move some of its rags back. It, it's just a mushroom man. It doesn't have a face, it's just a mushroom cap with arms and legs. I hear his body. Has anyone passed here recently at all, though? Like, a human, or elf, or anyone like that? Yeah, a little while ago. Which way did they go? Oh, they went, like, it points to the way you guys are going to want to be going. Oh, cool. okay, perfect. It spoke to the Gilgamesh. Alright, is the Gilgamesh peaceful? Oh, it depends. This is very important. <laughs> what does it depend on? How you talk to it, how you treat it, its mood, 
So don't be condescending is what you're saying. Yes. He looks over at the more educated people in the party. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you've got a shop here. Do you sell things or... We sell uh, rations and things we find. Okay, can you show me your... The, the meat and bones use them to heal themselves. I like the sound of that. Uh, can you show me what you have? It, like, under the table brings out this big kind of basket covered in cheesecloth of, like, medicinal herbs and stuff, and, like, rocks and spices it's mined from the wall, then crushed down. Okay. Hey, Doc, anything in here you recognize as, uh, helpful? Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's great. It's useful. Just happy to be here. Um, yeah, we'll buy a bunch of this, actually. I mean, if Bill Duffel's back with me, I'm fine. This will replenish your kits. Okay. That, that's basically it. Or And if you want to buy more, you can get your circumstantial bonuses to your heal rolls for the next little while. Hmm. You know, the next couple of uses of the next big problems. I don't know. I think we're fine. Mm-hmm. Well, we can always come back here then. Yeah. Well, we may stumble back in here, bandaged and bleeding. So... Are those uh, able to communicate with the people we found at the center? Are the different people? We can ask them. How do you communicate? Because you seem to have found a way to talk with them. Just nods, eyes very dilated. Hey, uh, so we found a camp ways <coughs> back full of like people. Uh, they came alive when we set a fire in the center. Do you know what that's about? The cinder people. They're not meat and bone, and they're not made of living material. They're made of... Uh, uh, ash and fire. Okay, that makes that makes sense. They're peaceful. Uh, w- w- what are they like? They tend to the fire. <coughs> They're traitors like us. Okay. Oh. They come from deeper than the outlands. The outlands. This is the outlands. Okay. It's as far away from Grand Mall as you can get. Grand Mall. That was mentioned in the uh, map, wasn't it? Or uh notes here and there okay uh do you know how to get there oh it's very far away it's at the center of the world shit uh can you put us on the right path towards there like uh we've got this map i should just bring out the map that we have all sketched down would you know where to go for that we're looking for how to read this oh shit I don't think it was the Braille map. I think it was the actual map that we've sketched down. Yeah, it doesn't know how to read this. It doesn't see the way you see. Oh, that's fair. It understands uh, locations by, like, its spore tracking and stuff. A oh. sort of a sort of plant-based radar radar. That's fair. Okay. Are there any signs for the cavern that we might, like, flesh and bone might be able to pick up of where to go? Well, like this. Like, it kind of looks at your map, because, like, you can kind of pick out the rooms and stuff if you explain it to it. Mm. This is all of the Outlands. Ah. You have to go further, deeper, back to the Grand Mall. Okay. We're just trying to find our way through the Outlands proper to, uh, too deeper. I guess if we go the way towards Gilgamesh, is that the way to go? Or are we entirely in the wrong direction? Mm, I don't know. There are many ways to get to the Grand Mall, but they're hard to find. Smaller people are having an easier time. There are littler ways in. Hmm. So, can you communicate with the Ash people? 
Oh yeah, is it possible to speak with the Ash people? You need an interpreter. What about the Dargons? Can we speak to the Dargons? What? To the Squishy weird rabbit, rabbit things? Sponge things. Oh, yeah. I'm going to show that... S oh, wait. Keep showing pictures to it. Sketch. <laughs> yeah. I guess he can kind of braille it out since it's raised. It'll like, put its hands over it and kind of smear it all over. The simple folk. Okay. They're just around, I guess. They're harmless. They're the best slavers you could run into. Slavers. slavers. The slaves really take care of them. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> they're simple folk. They take slaves, but they're not very confident. Try to imagine they, that. Are they like cast on they they pick their whatever slaves, quote unquote? You take care of me now. You my slave. We go back and stab that one. It's like slavery is <laughs> over. Slavery is evil. Powers check slaver. Okay, so there's that. Um, okay, so before this mushroom wears off, this really fantastic mushroom, any other questions we should ask this guy? Mm, no. Is there a race that could lead us to the deeper? Oh yeah, is there anyone in here that could lead us to the de deeper end? It said smaller races can find it easier. Yeah. The cinder folk would know. They, they've been here the longest. So. Who can uh, interpret it? Interpret their language for us, then. Hmm. Hard to say. The cinder folk keep to themselves, but <coughs> if you could get someone... There was a black bird that came through here that could speak to them. Like an actual bird? Oh, it was meat and bone. Kind of like you. So some raven. Or something maybe bigger. They had a lot of metal on them that made a jingle when they moved. Ravens, you can't actually see, so you could just be thinking of feathers. That Vistani woman have a lot of metal she on She was Vistani. The answer is yes. <laughs> they are a <laughs> nice stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> she knew the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Come here every day. What okay. happened? So she passed her. Did she go in the same way towards the Gilgamesh? No, she just comes through sometimes, speaks to the cinder folk. Huh. Okay. I thought so. Alright, I think that's, uh, that's all the questions. Uh, do you want something for your time? Metal. It's the only thing we can't make. Huh. It kills us to make it. Like, cold metals? No, just to, you can't make steel without making fire. Oh, oh, because you're all wet. And, okay, that. Given this shotgun, that's made of steel. Have this entire shotgun. <laughs> I mean, we found it in LA. <laughs> I, I'm just going to take out two silvers and just kind of lay them down. Yeah, I'll take those. Yeah, well, uh, thanks. It's nice to meet something that's sentient and friendly <coughs> it's nice to meet you too also is that gold on the walls I don't know what you mean like uh, minerals is that is that metal or is that something 
It's it's gold, but I don't know if it's the type of gold your type like. Huh. Fool's gold. Yeah, it's that's high, right? <laughs> Pity. Okay. Yeah, we've encountered that plenty of times. Okay. Fair enough. Guess we can move on then. It's hard to tell what rocks your kind like. The pretty hard kinds, usually. Okay. Also silver. We really like silver. Who doesn't? Vampires. <laughs> okay, so I think we'll be going eastwards from here. Yep. To eastwards get to, Gilgamesh. to the Gilgamesh. To a very narrow shaft. Yeah, you guys have to go on your bellies and stuff. So, the path to... Oh, will we pause that whole time? No, we're fine. <laughs> the path to the Gilgamesh. Uh, two hours. Jesus. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry, 20 minutes. Okay, that's... I made a mistake. That's significantly better. The different paths have different factors for them. Because at that point, we'd be like, we'd have to turn back. Yeah. We'll die. All right. You travel that small crevice, and it leads out into this room. Your lanterns, of course, precede you. Um, you come in through a side entrance. It is a conical room. So it, uh, it has a little wide base and points up at the top. Um, it's a little bit bigger than 10 feet, maybe 10, 15 feet. And dominating the middle of the room is what you can only imagine is Gilgamesh. The Gilgamesh is about 12 to 15 feet tall, hunched. Uh, it is a large, swollen man made of stone and metal and, um, and like, like uh, building materials. Uh, wet plaster and cement in, is inside of it, <coughs> sealing it up. It looks like it's made of like a dozen different statues from different time periods and different designs. One of its leg isn't even a leg, it's a caryatid column from Greece. Uh, its hands are like small, one of its hands is small and slender, like it's a perfectly articulated woman's arm. Another is big and large, like it's uh, in effigy of a minotaur or a bull. Its face is... Minotaurian, but it has like a person's nose, a woman's mouth, the eyes of a hawk, uh, another eye that looks like it's a, a lighthouse. It's a mishmash of statues that's covered in weird, shaky fur on the stone. Almost like in Shadow of the Colossus, how it has that almost living texture to it. Yeah, it's a nose, that human nose is actually pierced with like a uh, bull ring. Okay. I smell man. We are men. Sorry, it's been a while since we've had a chance for a shower. Human joke. Oh my god. <laughs> the uh, the room is the the room is resounding with the echo of stone tumbling against stone, like you've put a bunch of bricks inside like a dryer. That's just him shifting around and moving inside of here. Come closer. Let me get a look at you. Well, I'm not going to defy Gilgamesh. Yep. We approach more lanterns. What are you doing here, travelers? What are you looking for? We're looking for another human. A man by the name of Gerard Delisnia. Gerard. Yes. Friends of his would come by. 
You're much more alive than the others. Did the monks visit? I don't know what that is, but it sounds unfulfilling. <laughs> Other people came seeking him out then? He's being hunted. Ooh. By what? A predator. It has his blood. You mean his scent or his yeah. actual blood? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, do you know where we might find him? In the Outlands. That's probably Leo the Lysniel chasing after him. It was a wicked thing. It, can't, it tried to get in here, but... And it like moves its like large arm to the entrance you came out of and just puts its finger in the entrance. Look. It was unable to get in. Hmm. There's other ways around, though. Hmm. How long ago was this? Some time ago. Uh, do you know which way he went? We want to get to him before this predator does. Well, he left out of the other exit, and I think he was trying to double back to the Ember people. Okay, that makes sense. We would have passed him by unless, uh, unless that that uh, giant cat ate him. His lantern was flickering. He might have got lost. What do you mean? If his lantern goes off, wouldn't he just? Hmm. Leave here? Would he leave here? That's what happened to us. Last time. Yeah, we just woke up. Um, Do you know how we get back to our. to the waking world from here? This is the only world there ever has been. Hmm. Perhaps when you go to sleep, you dream of a place with a smiling sun. To delude yourself <coughs> into thinking there was some place else. Hmm. Perhaps a place like Darkon. Hmm. What about Darkon? It's a place beyond my reach. I must get to. Why is that? My foe is there. I was made by the gods to strike down the most wicked creature in all of creation. Aslan, the Wizard King. Yeah. <clears throat> I've heard bad things about him too. I once challenged him in open combat, and he sent me to the center of the earth. Hmm. He says in this conical room, much like you'd find if someone were to cast the ninth level D&D spell Imprisonment on you, which sends you to the center of the earth forever. If you only had this spell. <laughs> if you only had some. Yeah, I don't suppose there's any way we can help you out of here. I'll wait and wait until that rotten old wizard's magic wears off. And I'll ascend up to the dream world he calls his domain and crush the life out of his little body. 
Hmm. Good day in Barovia. I mean, I can't see it affecting Barovia in the slightest way, but I mean, I gotcha. I don't know what this Barovia is, but it sounds fictitious. Hmm. So, did you mention that you're a trader? Is that true? I trade in valuable things. What do you find valuable? Oh, I find conversation, supplies, help, aid, supplication. I trade in the most valuable of things. Help would definitely be appreciated. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't, I don't give help. I take help in exchange for my trade goods. What do you need in the way of help? Okay, who who said what first? I said, what do you offer? And yes. What do you need as help? I am looking for a way to leave here as quickly as possible. Waiting is one thing, but absolution is quite another. We're just people of Barovia. Is there a way you know of that could be that could uh, help you that way? A way I know of one way. Waiting, but you are small and can move in places I cannot. That's true. Find me an escape, or put in best effort. Your escape would likely be our escape, so we do see a way. Well, then we have a deal. So, what do you offer? Oh, I trade in the most valuable resource of them all, allowing you to leave this chamber alive. I have it in abundance, but sometimes it can be in short supply. For I am the Gilgamesh. I think we'll be very much appreciative of your wares. Yes, let's let's take some of it now and uh, <laughs> leave for the north. The northern chimney. No, it's a squeeze. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, so you guys have to get on your all fours and, cr- and you have to do the. It's a squeeze. So you have to actually like like really slim down and drag your way through. You know what we can do? Never go into that chamber again, because there's another way around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a detour. Hey, you had to go to the Gilgamesh to find out what's going on. Leo was, th- or not Leo, but uh, Gerard was through here recently-ish, How running away from a vampire. Yeah. Running away probably from Leo. Yes, he was running away from Leo, and uh, the Gilgamesh let him stay there for a while. Stay a while? Listen. Okay. How um, long? Wait. I'll pause. Alright, you guys uh, come out of that tiny little crawl space into the room. This room is probably three to four rooms large. It's big. Uh, it looks a lot bigger than would indicate on your kind of map markings and stuff because there's something wrong with it. Um, so the center of the room is spherical, and it looks like it's been carved perfectly spherical, uh, with branching kind of tubes that go away from it. If you're looking at it from an, like, from a slice perspective, it'll look like an octopus. 
this room is lit up before you, you before your lanterns get to it. Uh, it is pulsing with white, bright light that um, also has a kind of pale, almost uh, sickly blue color to it that's flashing and leaving your shadows behind on the wall whenever you move, kind of like a phosphor flash effect. Uh, and there is the <coughs> sound of someone, like many... Hold on, I'm gonna... <coughs> Jesus Christ, sorry. And there's a sound of many wet hands rubbing against many rims of wine glasses. That kind of high-pitched screeching sound from glass vibrating. Um, in the center of the room, at the ceiling, you've never seen this before. A sea monster. It's the size of a bus. It's white. It's a whale. But it's old looking. And it's writhing, floating in the middle of the room at the ceiling. Its uh, skin is covered in scars and puncture wounds. There are harpoons in it. There are open sores from bite marks. There are fangs left in it. This is the white whale. Yeah, it's, it's an albino whale. Uh, its body is covered in damage. Horrific damage you couldn't even imagine from things bigger than it. Things that are so big you can never imagine it in your little horrible life in Barovia. It has multiple sets of large eyes going across its flank that glow with purple light. And uh, they're all kind of, like, they're, they're either looking out or rolling to the back of its head as it is in clear agony. Um, the light it's giving off is creating phantasmal images of things like krakens and leviathans and man-shaped things with harpoons for arms stabbing into stuff, uh, attacking it, attacking the walls around it, and the walls are actually breathing in and out. The stone itself is shifting and morphing. The whole place smells like blood. Gerard? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are, um, there's a lot of rocks around here that have kind of, like, been dragged up by its breathing cycle and pushed down to make cover, and there's, like, like, debris from ships and stuff around here that looks like it's created with its own nightmares and dropped around here, and in a, in a ship that has, like, a glass dome to it, almost like a greenhouse, you see a dude that looks a lot like, uh, Priscilla if she didn't take care of herself, uh, who's, like, brought up metal and glass and has been hiding out. Uh, and he, like, he pricks his head up when you guys call out to him. I was calling out to the whale. He's a man. <laughs> okay. Um, Is that your brother, Priscilla? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, let's go get him. He, uh, he's, like, waving at you, being like, Asher is kind of stopping attention. His axe is on the ground. He's just staring <coughs> at this thing. It's making whale sounds, which are the most haunting sounds in the world. You know that PTSD crane machine from Wizards? That's basically the effect it's having on him. <laughs> <laughs> the PTSD machine from Wizards, which was just Nazi propaganda. Yeah, basically. World War II footage. I'm glad you changed your name, you son of a bitch. <coughs> Looks like there's a way up to the whale. No, it is like 30 to 40 feet up. That's good. Let's start making our way over to Gerard. Time for some sneaking. There's gotta be a way to put that thing out of its misery. Like as you're walking, every once in a while, like a harpoon drops from the ceiling, made real when it wasn't there before, and it just slams into the ground on a rope and just starts dragging itself along like it's opening up the ground into like. Opening the ground up like it was flesh, parting from a scalpel. 
Oh no. Things are happening around you in psychedelic uh, patterns and displays as you make your way to the crashed ship he's in. Okay. Yeah, this is decidedly uncomfortable. And uh, you see it coming so it doesn't get a surprise jump attack on you. There is a man creature. It's pale and elfin and all of its skin is dragged across its face. Um, Its flesh is calcified into stone and salt. It has large rending talons and blunted vampire bat fangs. Uh, And it's wearing like the shredded armor with the old style Delisnia crest on it. It comes up from like on top of a rock like a like a wendigo almost and starts crawling down towards you guys making screeching sounds. Deal initiative. Deal initiative, bitches. You have to fight Leo Delisnia, the fossilized vampire. He's actually a character in uh, Ravenloft. He's an actual named uh, famous figure. I didn't make him up or anything. I mean, we did find those records in that monastery, so... I'm just just saying you're fighting a piece of the campaign settings history. Okay, let's melee him. Yeah, let's uh, let's go to non uh, this music for the fight. All right, who drew highest? I got an eight. Queen. Ten. Five. All right, so Frank. No. Paul. Jack. Jack. (laughs) (laughs) It's only been six sessions. Oh, Devon. You'll never feel this out. Okay. Nope. So I guess I use one of my, you know, few bullets I have. This would be the excellent time to use this bullet. I'm going to warn you, Leo Delisney is a wild card. Okay. That's nice. (coughs) Oh man, he gets bennies. I forget I get bennies. Two bennies. Give me bennies. And I think he gets his own supply because he's a wild card. Like I get, uh, I get a GM pool, and then each of my wild cards gets their own supply. Okay. Let's pause while you do your rolling, and I read that. All right, we're back. So, listeners, I get three bennies because I'm the GM because we have three PCs, and then I get two because Leo Delisnia is a wild card. So I have five bennies here. Peter, you shot Leo Delisnia. Yeah, I hit him with a race, I roll damage, and it's got a wound and a shaking. All right, you would have wounded him if he wasn't a vampire and invulnerable to damage, so he is only shaken. Okay. That's nice. So uh, your rifle round goes into his center mass uh, <coughs> through the armor, and uh, you see it like like visibly like knock him back from the force, but the bullet itself just kind of crumbles off of him. He's off key though. Yay! Yay! Immune to damage. Yeah, you have to wound him with his weaknesses. Silver guys. Which uh, you know you're Barovians, you figure it out. I mean, throw to the wall. They all brought steaks. Good thing we brought, you know, Priscilla. Yeah, she's here. She has holy water and shit. Yeah. There you go. She's a vampire hunter D. I mean, she's not a vampire hunter D, but she's a vampire hunter. Yeah. We don't really have access to her stuff, though, right now. I mean, she's she's over there. Give Give us your pearls, lady. Is she. What is she? Is she an ally? Is she an extra? I think she's a wild card. Yeah. She's her own thing. Perfect. So maybe let's make her attack now. 
Uh, one moment. Let me... The cold shot to the heart will damage him? Yeah, a cold shot to the heart will do damage, and if he doesn't save against it, uh, he'll die instantly. So, you mean if I'll be aiming for the heart? That's good enough? You have to stake him by aiming stake. with a negative four. On page 71, there are rules oh. for call, for small target, which specifically call out... No, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone, whoa. Stake through the heart. A vampire hit with a cold shot to the heart. So, no, not wood. Anything. Anything. Even okay. the even the steel of the hot steel of man. <laughs> Modern <laughs> weaponry. Fuck. But your shooting is what? D four two. D four plus two plus D six because I'm you know wild die so. He has bennies. So do I. Okay. No, oh, I mean that's what I said. You have bent. Yes. All right. So yeah, you shot and stunned him. Uh, who's after queen? I am. Uh, what do you got? A ten of diamonds. Go for it. Will Priscilla go? Yeah, I'll get the Priscilla in a fucking minute. Okay, as you're aiming at this thing, is it just entirely incoherent? Like, <sighs> it's coming to your face. It's him. It look okay. <coughs> I want you to think how you would react if Willem Dafoe was on all fours, naked, running at you. Still clearly a human, though, is the issue. <coughs> no, because it's 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 like made of stone now. No, okay. it's fossilized. Like its skin's all like pulled up against it. It's clearly undead. Yeah, it's still wearing, like, a human's clothes and stuff like that. It clearly was human. Oh, yeah, it definitely was a person. Are you also I mean, probably has disintegrated by now. Not a pacifist, but he's not okay with just killing someone at random. I mean, you know... Come on, I don't want to do this. It's making the megabyte scream sound effect. Um, I'm aiming at his leg. Go for it. For a non-lethal shot, but that's a negative two to hit. Man, I wish your robot was here to die. <laughs> yeah, he gets two attacks around. Would a six hit it? Uh, it's parry a seven. Oh shit! So you're shooting. Shooting. Oh, you're shooting. So yeah, totally hits it. Okay, so that was a. I got an eight, but uh, negative two, so six. So you still hit it. Okay. What the race? So yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> it's uh, it's knee basically to try and make it stop. Sure. Uh, do you know what the cold shot tables are? Uh, I have it here. Combat options. Gift. It's a negative two to a limb. Negative four to the head. Negative okay, four. well, what happens when you hit its limb? That's what I was wondering. Maybe. Does he tell you? Yeah. All right, let me pause and look that up. I think it... We're back. All right, uh, you shoot an leg with a crossbow. It hits its leg, and the round kind of just shatters off of it as it keeps on running directly towards you. Okay. What are you up to, Phineas? I'm going to aim. With your lightning gun? I'm going to pull out the lightning gun and I'm going to start aiming at its heart. It's good. It's good. It's smart. Okay. Uh, Priscilla is going to take this turn to get her gear out because it's all packed up and stuff because of all those goddamn caves you had to go through. So she hangs back and starts like unwrapping everything and like reorganizing stuff so she can actually have her gear on hand. She had to pack that shit to get through the caves, unless it's not on her. Okay. Five, so it means you wouldn't have to. You go off the stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, Leo Delisney right. gets to go. Ah! It's okay. Okay, so you two shot at it, so you're both getting attacked by Leo Delisney. Oh, no. Uh, fighting D10. 10. Ten. Twelve on you. 
Oh no, I think that's a race. Yeah, it is. And Kevin. Uh, nine. What's your parry? My parry six. Okay. So, oh no, yeah, not a race. So, uh, his strength <laughs> plus no. d four plus the d six on Peter. Oh no! Oh we, well we. Also, it's a plus twelve plus three. Oh no! So six, uh-huh. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage to Peter. My. Toughness is five, so it got a shaken and a wound. Shaken and a wound. Oh shit! You're right. Shaken. It has to roll its spirit. This might not oh, even yeah. affect you. Yeah. No, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. I don't shook. I roll soaking. Um, ba, 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 ba. And that's a vigor check. Vigor d4. Wooey. <laughs> I rolled snake eyes. Oh no! I wounded guys. So Leodolisnia jumps on your foreign friend and knocks him to the ground and starts tearing at him. <coughs> then it jumps off of him like the Wendigo from Until Dawn and jumps and attacks uh, Asher. So D12 plus D4. D12 plus D4. What's your toughness? My toughness is seven. Seven. Twelve plus three. 15. 15. So, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So, two wounds? Yeah. You're shaking and you take two wounds. Okay. Do you want to spend a bay to soak? Sure. So, that's a bigger roll. Bigger roll. Spirit. Spirit roll. Uh, For soaking? Wait, what? What am I talking about? Vigor. I'm sorry. I'm still learning. (coughs) Shaking. Essentials. So, So you got at least four. Yes. So, that means you... Remove Yeah, so you only take one wound, and I don't... You're and you're shaken. Shaking. Yeah. <laughs> so, that also happens to you. Injury rolls, then. Yes, actually. You guys have to check <coughs> for injury now. I might have killed the party. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, an empire. It'll be natural end to this game. <laughs> that would be a sad end if I killed you guys. Yes. Or you came back as vampires. Or your family members took up the investigation. In Australia, Season mate. two. <laughs> I might have killed you guys. Your brother, I swear on me mom. Swear on me mom? Really? Oh my god. Uh, let me pause. Alright, we're back. So, these two survived at their injury rolls and aren't horrifically injured by the Vampire King. Phineas, what do you do? I'm Amy. He's aiming. Okay. All right. New round. Deal him out. Two to me because I have a fuck machine. King of the four. Ace. Seven. And nine. So who got ace? Phineas. Phineas. You need to start shaking away its bennies. Yes. So the question is, can I use a called shot on full auto fire? I don't see why not. Okay. Then I'm going to do that. That sounds amazing. So each shot is a separate attack, right? Yep. No. We, we thought that last time. Okay. Oh. We, were, we were wrong. What I do is I roll one die for each attack, plus my wildcard die. And but I mean for the purpose of soaking. Yeah. Each one would be... Separate. Each one that succeeds is its own hit. Thank Christ. Then you could blade away its bennies. 
Yeah. yeah that would be... Shall that be hard? So I'm shooting for the heart, but I aimed, so it's a minus two to each of these. Go for it. Kill it. Rito. So this one explodes. Seven minus two, five. Yep. So it hits. I hit with one. Okay, and can't you spend a bang to reroll the whole thing? That's what it said in one of the example rules. Yes. I'll do that, and if I don't hit with any, I can still keep Yeah, you, get, you keep whatever you prefer. This one's exploding. It's still going to be the same, I think. Damn. Yeah. So the first I mean, one was keep <laughs> so Well, I, I did full auto to try and get one through, so I hit it in the heart with one shot. How much damage does it do? 2d6. Yeah, you can use Whoa, 12. 12. Oh, okay. keep rolling. 18. Six, so 18. Toughness 10, so that's four. Two raises. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. So, shake it again and two wounds. So. Oh, he has to make a bigger roll right away, and if he fails, he just disintegrates and dies. Yeah, that's why I was just trying to get the one I, through. I, I keep forgetting yeah. that it's that serious. All right, uh, vigor roll is d12. So does he die? Botch. No, he's good. Oh yeah, if he botched, he can't spend a main to reroll. <laughs> he just dies because you can't you can't do that. Oh, and he has a wild die. I should have rolled two, but I forgot. Okay, and he doesn't instantly die. So he takes a wound, he takes shaken and two wounds, so he has to roll to a blight. Which so, is a vigor? So, so you're spending the Benny to do the soak, yeah. The vigor check with your wild card, because wild card and you can And wild card is C6, right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't done wild card rules ever, so. Okay, so he got one raise. A raise. So means oh. he rolls two of those. So he's shaken. No, one raise means... A success means you remove one damage. Raise means you remove another. And if you have no damage, you're not shaken. Yeah, so nothing. All right, yeah, he's fine. But he's only down to four pennies. Oh, wee, he's spent a Wee. <coughs> okay. All right, Leo Delisney's turn. As your lightning gun crackles through the air and shreds his stomach... Or his heart, I guess. I'm going to use my action card, Adrenaline Surge, ah. and I'm going to take a turn, and I'm going to do it again. Do it. Full auto to the chest. Do, do it. <coughs> oh, two explode, explode this time. So I'll do them separately. Six. That goes Eight. Eight. Nine. Nine. Six and an eight is six and but nine, but minus... Minus two. So four, four and, and a seven. Six. Yeah, four and a seven, which means both of them hit. Both of them hit for base damage. Yeah, so he's got to do a vigor check to avoid getting disintegrated. Then we go to damage town. Uh, yeah. I think we need to... Don't you... I don't know, just, just hitting does it. Oh, just hitting, Wait. okay. Yeah, if you oh. hit him, shoot him in the heart. Oh. That's the trick. Wait a minute. <coughs> I fucked this up. A vampire hit with a call shot to the heart has to make a vigor roll versus the damage total. 
Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was your damage the last time? Uh, 18. It was 18. Fuck. Okay, so he had to spend a bang to re-roll. Yeah. D12 uh, on D6, yeah. Uh-oh. He has to spend a bang to re-roll. Uh-oh. He has to spend a bang to re-roll. Cow prophet. To death. Oh, you killed him. Full auto to the a heart. A single shot to the heart. <laughs> a single shot to the heart killed him because you did so much damage. I uh, I didn't understand how that's how that worked. That's good. All right, guys. So that was a harrowing, quick five-second fight where everyone took a bunch of damage, and then a lightning gun blows him through the chest, and uh, he crumples to the ground. Science, fuck yeah. I guess I'll tend to wounds now, maybe. Uh, Hit that golden hour. I mean, the environment isn't very hospitable to that. The environment is full of danger. Okay. <coughs> let me uh, let me let me put something something on. Okay, guys. So you were oh. fighting an ancient vampire, and then a lightning gun destroyed it. Totally you, are, weapon. you are still in a psychic maelstrom where a nightmare whale is acting out its most horrific, its horrific nightmares. I guess we should dash to get under the... Let's grab Gerard and get the hell out of here. Would the vampire have anything? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. You could harvest the vampire's organs for money. Oh no. You can. It's really valuable. Yeah. Some of its organs have turned to, like, gemstones and stuff. I'm not making that up. I'm not making that up. Uh, I would the code of honor can really harvest. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, oh, you have a code of honor. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah, he wasn't a new registered donor and what have you, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you could crawl your way back to the Mykonids. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to go through the Gilgamesh. You can just crawl through where the yeah. little Mykonid guys are. They have healing stuff. Yeah. So how long does that take, Devin? Oh, it takes... <coughs> oh, fuck. Uh, crawling, two hours. <laughs> okay. So that's one hour from your lantern and one hour from mine. Okay. So you guys crawl through the tunnel, wounded, with Gerard and Priscilla in tow, and make your way back to the uh, tiny donut-shaped cave where the mushroom people are. I told them we'd be back broken and bleeding. Yeah, well, that psychic maelstrom rages in that uh, cave system. Uh, so I will introduce myself to Gerard. I think uh, I think this might be the high note to end it on, and Sounds we can good. get to Gerard and Priscilla next week. Sounds what do you good. guys think? Yeah, good yeah. enough. Let's get ten to our wounds in the whole tunnel. I mean, no, you can't. There's no room. <laughs> I mean, it's four feet. Good enough. How it's much room do you need enough. to suture a leg? Hmm? All right. Well, I think at that then we'll switch to non-combat music. That was amazing. Vampires are weak as Braditzes. I mean, good thing we know how to shoot in the heart and whatnot. George Delisney, or Leo Delisney was a bitch. 
I mean, just our little guy here is really good at murdering everything. It's shocking yeah. how good arcane backgrounds are. Magic, magic is good. But <laughs> magic is, is power. <laughs> magic weapons. But it was aiming in full auto because that minus four is harsh when you're just rolling a d4 as you're shooting. Yeah, I imagine it is. So, uh, I think then, now that you've found your Ardalusnia and can finally start getting some goddamn answers about all this crazy stuff that's going on, and maybe leave the dream caves. Maybe. Probably, actually. That's nice. Unless we bleed out here. Unless you bleed out and die and become vampires. Eaten by coral children. So, I was Devin. Tyler. Kevin. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. Mm-hmm.